Good morning. You're listening to Real Life, Real People Radio on this Sunday morning. Thank you so much for listening today. It's such a great day, and it's so good to share with you today. And we're going to talk today about love. My name is Jill Lowry, and I'm so thankful that we get to talk about love. Today is Labor Day weekend, and so I thought, wow, what we could do is talk about love and how when we serve others, it's really an act of labor of love. And so when we think about laboring, let's think about love and and how what we're doing, how we're working for the Lord is working in love and and working out of love for, for one another. I'm going to interview someone today who um, is going to share about how she labors for love and, and what she's seen in this community as she's lived here and worked many years laboring and loving. And so I can't wait for you to hear her story. And so before we get started and I introduce our special guest, I would like to invite you to sit back, relax, grab your favorite cup of coffee, grab hold of your Bibles, but most importantly, Grab a hold of Jesus because He is the one that brings the Bible to life for you. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you that we know that you love us and that you are love. And Lord, let us show our love for you by loving others. A new commandment you gave us, and that is to love one another as you have loved us. So, Lord, we just want to love well, we want to serve you and reach out and see those people in need around us. But Lord, we need eyes to see. So give us eyes to see those people. Give us ears to hear you when you call us and say, go to this person, help this person in need. Go over there and be present with that person who's struggling. So Lord, we know that you're going to be with us and we just thank you. We love you so much for it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Well, today I've brought in a special guest, a friend of mine, and we serve together on a women's ministry group called Heart to Heart, where our heart is to um, serve Jesus, but also to serve one another and love one another. And I thought I would bring her in today because she's been involved in a very special project she has led up and been a part of in... um, July called the Community's Clothes Closet. So if you've been a part of Franklin County and you've lived in this area, you've probably seen this Community Clothes Closet advertise. So I'd like to introduce Samantha Newby to you. And hi, Samantha. How are you? Hi, Jill. I'm great. How are you doing this morning? Doing great. Doing great. I'm so glad you were able to come in today and share and share about love. I know we've talked a lot in our women's ministry about loving and what that looks like. Yes. And I just thought, oh my goodness, I need to bring Samantha in here and share. So let's start from the top. Let's start from one of your favorite verses about love. I know you've you've brought in several that you love, but what has really resonated with you about how we can love or what Jesus tells us? Well, um, one of the things, one scripture that I really like is 1 Corinthians 16, 14 that says, let all that you do be done in love. And because that's a really simple and easy, not always easy to do, but it's a basic guideline mm-hmm. that if you, if you try to, whatever you try to do, if you do it in love, 
more than likely it's going to work out well. Yes. You know? Have you seen that in your life in action? Well, sure, I have. And, and especially, like you mentioned, the clothes closet. Um, that was a kind of a ministry that got started not by me, but by others. I just kind of got thrown into it. and um, But I've been a part of it since 2012. Wow, that's amazing. And um, each year, it gets better and better and better. Now, that, this is a clothing drive that we do to help kids prepare for school. So um, this is not my typical thing that I would do, I would say. Really? Okay. No. Um, I'm not a garage sailor or mm-hmm. anything like that. So this is an odd thing for me. But, you know, it's what God picked out for me. That's right. Because I wouldn't have chosen it for myself. But I get excited about it, and I get—I really get into it, and I enjoy it um, every year when it comes around to do that again. So uh, definitely, when you're working for the Lord, it's a happy time, and it's a loving time, because mm-hmm. when you're working for the Lord, you're sharing love. In most cases, I think that that's eminent in your mm-hmm. service to the Lord. Definitely. And I was able to help a couple of years, and I saw the love come to life. I saw these people walking in and just were so grateful to have some new clothes, some shoes. And, and these are actually, it's not new clothes. These are donated clothes. Not all of them are. Some of them are. But but, what the, we, but it was new to them. Yes, and, and what we new. strive for is like gently used mm-hmm. or lightly used clothing. Uh, and, and new clothing that someone can wear and get excited about mm-hmm. receiving. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that amazes the people when they come into the clothes closet is the amount and the variety because it's staggering. Yes, it really is. It really is. So people from the community donate. Mm-hmm. Yes. And mm-hmm. they're very giving. Mm-hmm. And um, and the those that receive, I think, are overwhelmed in the beginning I do by too. how much that is there. It's like... Oh my goodness! We really have choices, you know. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they don't but know what to expect. They don't and know they what walk to expect. Now they do because it's been going mm-hmm. on long enough. But mm-hmm. in the beginning, I think they were wowed yeah. by the selections that they had, yeah. Yeah. and uh, it's really wonderful and heartwarming to see <clears throat> people leaving with smiles on their face, and they can't thank you enough, you know, that you had a part in this. But you know, really and truthfully, it's all God because. We, we couldn't get that much stuff without the Lord being involved in it because mm-hmm. He always gives us more than we ask for. Mm-hmm. And this is truly an abundance that He gives us. Right. Well, I've been involved a couple of years last year in actually sorting mm-hmm. and collecting, and I was amazed at how much, you're right, that just the whole room, I mean, it's a pretty big size room in the youth building here at the First Baptist Church in Mount Vernon was full. Yes, cool. Cool. and we were we were just just blessed that way. And how many families do you normally serve with these clothes? Well, <clears throat> I basically really try to keep up with the number of school kids that we help get ready. And last year we did 135, but this year we did 172, oh, which wow. has been our biggest leap, and um, which goes to show you how difficult the times are right now. Mm-hmm. But that. What I loved about it was they weren't afraid to come. I did, you know. Yes. 
and I think that's a hurdle a lot of people have to get over. But I think they realize that, hey, we get to make choices. We get to mm-hmm. pick what we want. Mm-hmm. They're not just giving us stuff, you know? Yeah. And um, and I think that's really important. It's it, We call it the, uh, well, we reserve Friday just for school kids to come and get things. And we call it a shopping day because it feels like shopping, even though there's no money that changes hands. But um, so I think that's important is that they feel like they get a chance to make choices. And some of them are so happy with their choices. I know a couple of times uh, we have had kids that leave very happy, come back to show us how they look in their new clothes and thrilled to have them on. You know, their faces are just sparkling. And that's always wonderful, you you know, because it just makes you feel like the effort is well worth it. And that's what I was talking about before. When you work for the Lord, He does reward you. He rewards you with the things you never expect Mm -hmm. to see happen. Mm -hmm. And that's just one of those things. Those are blessings that you see. And just the smiles and the laughter and the the love in the eyes of these students. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Well, thank you for serving like you do and, and all those that have helped. You have also worked at the elementary school. I have. Right. Yes. Tell us about that experience because that's you encounter a lot of people when you're in the front office of an elementary school. Yes, I worked in, in um, the elementary school office, and uh, it's it was rather challenging because... Every year, you know, we increase security mm-hmm. and increase the number of rules that we have to apply and uh, and support and uh, enforce. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I know in the beginning, I had one parent especially that was really difficult for me because. She was um, pretty aggressive in a lot of her comments. If she didn't like what you asked or what you wanted her to do, she didn't hold back anything. She was ready to let you have it. And I know one time she told me that I didn't have any right being there working if I didn't know every single kid in the elementary school. And I'm thinking, okay, uh, how does that work? (laughs) (laughs) Who who do you know that knows everybody here, you know? And but not knowing just you, the kids, you try. but the children, but, yeah. not just the children, but the parents too. Yeah. So, it's but hard. anyways, I I had had a few little issues like that with her, and one day out of frustration, I just thought, Lord, I need to pray about her oh, because yeah. there's got to be something here uh, that will make a difference. And I started praying for her, and in my uh, encounters with her that they would start leveling off, smoothing out, something like that, and lo and behold, they did. Wow! And, and because you now, prayed, yes, and you really took this issue to God, you were able to love her, and I gave it to Him. Yes, uh-huh. and I, and now if I see her, when I see her, it's like we were friends. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yes. It's a very nice in, interchange mm-hmm. between us, mm-hmm. and it's. Uh, it's amazing that mm-hmm. it would go so differently from how it started out. Right. So when we are to love, not only do we love the ones that we love that are lovable, <laughs> but we need to love the unlovable or those, I know Jesus called them. Or the ones a little him, more difficult. Yes, yes. Yes. That's a good way of putting it. But um, it's hard because we think, well, we want to, we can love this person. We can love this person because we get along. Well, but if we could love those that maybe we don't agree with or mm-hmm. we don't get along with, just treat them with love. I know you brought in a scripture about 
walking in love and from Ephesians, and there was another one about living in love and forgiving one another yes. as God has forgiven us. Read that one. With all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, Ephesians 4.2. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's an, that is uh, so important. Like you say, the people that we like immediately or that we've grown up with or we understand, we don't think about loving them. We just do. Do it. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to do more of that with the people we don't really know, mm -hmm. even when they hit us wrong, you mm -hmm. know, uh, because we don't know what's going on yeah. in their lives and we don't know what their trials are and we don't know you know, how maybe lost they are. Yeah. But if they could see Jesus in us, it would make all the difference in the world. And we know that love conquers a multitude of sins. So we, we know that we can make a difference in somebody's life just by how we treat them. Yeah, that's so true. And it's, you see the world would say, oh, when you disagree with someone, battle, you know, just just hate them and be angry and, and all that. But that's not what Jesus would say. No, it is not. I it mean, the not. way he dealt with those that were persecuting him and mocking him, and he just said, Lord, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And so what about forgiveness? Do you think, obviously I know you think it's important, but have you had a situation where um, you've had to forgive or seen someone that you're like, okay, they forgave well. I need to be more like that person. Well, I do think, yes, and I, I think we all have had some trials throughout our lives where we maybe got our feelings hurt or oh, yeah. somebody stepped on our toes and ruffled our feathers. Mm -hmm. But I think when we think about it and give it any thought at all, we, we may realize that, you know, I can affect a change in this. Mm -hmm. I really can control more of this than I'm willing to admit because I can be forgiving mm -hmm. and I can see this person the next time I see him and, and act like nothing ever happened, right. you know, and be cordial and, and um, make them feel comfortable being around me mm -hmm. and uh, it makes a difference. It really does and I've had to forgive, you know, a lot of times people and, you know, a lot of times we we hold on to bitterness and and that i was going to turn to a scripture right around the one you read in ephesians um that talks about when you don't forgive you grieve the holy spirit mm -hmm. and and that has happened to me it's like i maybe have had a situation or a person that's hurt my feelings offended me and i keep that offense that only hurts us. Yes, they don't even know. Well, sometimes that they way don't, and time. sometimes that may be what their objective is. Yes. but you know, you take the sting out of it if you mm -hmm. if you can forgive. You mm -hmm. do, and then mm -hmm. le that leaves them scratching their head, wondering what just happened. Yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is it. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice. Be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God and Christ forgave you. Yes. And so I that sh is showing love when you forgive. Well, that really is a constant mm -hmm. reminder, isn't it? Because um, God did make a huge sacrifice for all of us mm -hmm. by sending His Son to die on a cross. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's worth remembering as often mm -hmm. as we can mm -hmm. 
because it will help you keep in line. It will help you stay open to loving people, all kinds of people, even the ones who are difficult to mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I've heard this saying, love is the key that opens the heart. And that is just, I think when you show love by praying for someone or praying for with someone, it, that's, a, that's an avenue of love. You just see their heart open. Well, it changes and, the, relationship the relationship too, mm-hmm. because that lets someone know they have someone on their side, someone they can turn to, and um, and everybody likes to have that kind of support. Mm-hmm. You know, that if they needed prayer, they know who to run to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that um, that they know that that's a person they can ask. Will you pray mm-hmm. with me, or will mm-hmm. you pray for me? Mm-hmm. It's important, and prayer is just, it's, if you need prayer and you're listening, I mean, ask someone for prayer. I had a friend just yesterday that was really in a lot of pain, and she texted me, Jill, will you pray? Will you pray? And a lot of times she won't admit or, mm-hmm. or won't tell mm-hmm. me when she's in pain. You know, those people, oh, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah. And I finally said, please tell me when you need my prayers. And I'll pray for you. So I, she did. She texted me, and I prayed for her. And then she let me know later that her pain lessened. Eased. Eased. Mm-hmm. She said it was just amazing. So I need to learn to ask for prayer. Yes. Because God hears our prayers, and He answers. And it's a joy to pray with people. It is. It is because you feel like there are so many things, so many problems that people deal with that we really just don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But to stand with them to pray with them or for them. And it's also, I don't know, prayers are more effective, I think, when you can be more specific. I don't think they have to be, but I think the Lord appreciates Mm -hmm. it because He sees us serving one another that way. And we are to serve one another in love. Mm -hmm. And we are to make a difference. And we are to have an impact on, on other people's lives. And I think we can do that by standing by them, by praying for them, mm-hmm. by being there. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, let's talk about in the family. How can we show love in our family? You're a mother and a grandmother and a great-grandmother. And a great-grandmother. And, you know, families are not perfect. We all have our issues and different things. But how? what is the greatest thing you think you taught your children? Or the greatest I know you're going to say about Jesus, yes. about having a saving relationship, number one, mm-hmm. and the love Always. for God and for yep. for their Savior. And that God comes first. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I just think it's important that we listen to each other and that we talk to each other. Even, even me with my little great-grandchildren, I think that's one way you get to know them. That's one way you get to understand their way of thinking. That's one way you know how to learn to approach them. Because everybody is not the same. That's right. Even within a family, everybody Mm -hmm. is not the same. And, you know, you've heard the book Love Languages. Mm Kind of know their love language. How how do they feel and express, and how can you show your love best to them? Right, exactly. Because like you said, everyone's different. Some acts of acts of service. Yes. Some may be, you know, touching and mm-hmm. giving them hugs that's or right. encouraging words. Yes. So, so that's good I mean, advice. Um, Every child's different. Everyone mm-hmm. is different, and I think that communication is huge. Uh, it allows us to share, and by sharing, we draw closer to each other. 
uh, they understand you better, you understand them better, and I just think it uh, makes a huge difference. Mm -hmm. I like what you said, listen, because I think a lot of times we're thinking about the next thing we want to say. I've been guilty of that, or we're too busy talking that we don't listen. And my mother-in-law was really good at listening, and she would sit down and ask a lot of questions and then listen. She got to know people that way. Mm -hmm. You know, and and more than just on the surface, too. Exactly. You get to know how they really feel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, too often it's so easy to say, like, I'm okay or everything's okay or how was school? It was fine. Well, it may have been fine, but it may not have been fine, but they're just trying to deal with it. But Mm -hmm. they could really deal with it a little bit easier if they could talk to someone about it. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important that you open those avenues that you learn how to address each person in order to help them guide them and support them right i've heard we have two ears and one mouth so we're supposed (laughs) to be listening more than we're talking yes i think you're right yes well you also help a lot at the church you serve at the church and and you have a wonderful church family here and i'm lucky to be a part of it and serve with you on in some of the things like we talked about the women's ministry and and I know that you lead up um, some of the the committees in the Sunday school class, and you send out the email and, and remind us of things. And um, you work with the children. I mean, you do a lot of things. How does it feel to be a part of a family of God? Like oh, this? my. The, it's probably my heart's delight, to be honest with you. Oh, I um, love that. Just to, you know, be welcomed like we are in this church mm-hmm. and... To feel close to so many people, our Sunday school class is amazing. Mm-hmm. We have 80 to 100 in our class, and they're pretty regular and faithful. And you get to know them and just see how remarkable all these people are. And you know, our Sunday, my our Sunday school class, because we're in the same yeah. one. Our Sunday school class is on my prayer list all the time, and more than anything. Mm-hmm. I'm, I just thank God for that Sunday school class because mm-hmm. they are so uh, interested in God's work. Yes. They love to support it in uh-huh. any way that is necessary, whether it's financial or, you know, physically, in mm-hmm. physical involvement or prayers or whatever. Right. But they are always right there, and you never have to coax or. Uh, make demands or anything you just let them know what's going on and they're all in they are all in well there was one work day um, that actually the whole church picked an organization or group and did some sort of work so tell what the fellowship class well actually they broke up into more than one group because we're so large but um, the group that I went with worked on an elderly member's home. Mm -hmm. She uh, needed new porch steps on the back of her house, and it was a rent house. (laughs) But we went in and did that for her. Oh, that's so wonderful. And and cleared some low-lying limbs that were making it impossible Mm -hmm. for her to park her car where she needed to and things like that. So we did those kinds of things. And then another group um, worked at the Bountiful Place, which is another place I feel is well in God's heart because he's watched over that uh, mm-hmm. ministry for a long time but we cleaned up the flower beds and and did some of the yard work that was there mm-hmm. that needed to be done and just helped take care of some things mm-hmm. that uh, 
that they needed done. And uh, labor or love, it is, mm-hmm. and all, and mm-hmm. always for God. Because even if you dread it, <laughs> right, and even if you think, oh man, it's gonna uh-huh. be hot, and we got to work outside. Yes. But at the same time, once you get there and you're with the right group of people, mm-hmm. other people who have been drawn to do this same job, you get involved, and it's wonderful fellowship. It's just a wonderful time of watching everybody work and make things happen, Mm -hmm. and it's um, and you can stand and look back and think, look, it's done and it's beautiful. You know, Mm -hmm. it really turned out Mm -hmm. great, and everybody is blessed by that. Mm -hmm. Everybody. That's right. And you leave with that feeling of just wow. I just feel like you. I was blessed by Mm -hmm. getting to do this. You know, you were you were blessed to be able to serve. It's more blessed to give. The Lord Mm -hmm. is is always like that. You there's always a blessing involved. I believe definitely, definitely. So let's speak about your relationship with Christ because people listening um, to this radio show or this podcast, it goes on podcast too after it's on the radio. some of them may not know Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and or they might have a relationship with Jesus, but really kind of have felt where they might not be as close to Him at, at the time. But how would you say your relationship is? Is it continuing to grow? Oh, and very how definitely. And um, it's a growing relationship, and it's there's a hunger there mm-hmm. oh, for more. Yes. Uh, to be closer, to be more in tune with. And um, I often pray for um, a heart like Jesus, mm, for a mind like Jesus, you know, to, to think like he does, to see things the way he saw them, and then for the Holy Spirit to show me what to do. Mm-hmm. Because um, I can't even imagine what that life would be like. Mm-hmm. And I know that it will be nothing compared to his, really. But if it's even, if it's even one centimeter closer mm-hmm. than I am right now, it's got to be worth it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm a work in progress. Most Christians are, and that's okay. We don't. Um, I think it's. I don't think it ever is. You accept Jesus as your Savior, and all of a sudden you're this wonderful Christian who knows everything and can do everything and has great faith and all that. You learn it by steps, mm-hmm. and sometimes we have to step out of our comfort zone. And sometimes, you know, we just have faith and let God lead us, let yes. the Holy Spirit lead us, mm-hmm. and you will be amazed at what you just went through that wasn't painful at all. Right. In fact, it was encouraging and uplifting to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And when you have that, that just encourages you to want more. Right. So, right. Uh, And that's God. That's the way God works. Mm-hmm. And one Bible verse says that only if you, you only know love if you know God, because God is love. So you definitely want to be close to God mm-hmm. if you can. Mm-hmm. And if you're not sure that you even have faith in God, I think if you try, and I mean, read the scripture, even talk to him. By the mere fact that you're willing to talk to him, says you're open to believing in him. That's right. So I think that just by taking small steps, 
you might be amazed at how far you've come when you look back a year Mm -hmm. after you've been taking Mm -hmm. small steps. Mm -hmm. You're right. That's so true. What a great way to express it. And God is love, and He loves us so much that He gave Jesus Christ His only Son so that whoever should believe in Him would have the everlasting life. And so you and I both have lost people close to us, Mm -hmm. and we know where they are. We know they're with Him in heaven, have that eternal life, because they accepted Jesus Christ as yes, our Lord and, and Savior. And we want to see them again, right, don't we? Right, and that's twofold, too, in my yes. mind. Because, first of all, you know, if you believe in God, you know that you have a heavenly home. Yes. Because He's promised that to us. Yeah. And isn't it marvelous to know that we'll see loved ones who have already passed ahead of us? But when I think about the alternative, I think, there's no way that I wouldn't rather be in heaven with Jesus than anywhere else. That's right. You know, yes. and what the Bible tells me anywhere else is, it's not good. Right, right. And the only good is in, with the mm-hmm. Father, where there's mm-hmm. sunshine all the time. Mm-hmm. No illness, no pain, no sorrow. Who wouldn't want that? And if you think it's going to be boring, I can guarantee you it's not. You're going to be with the creator of yes. the universe. Yes. Yes. How in the world yes. could it be boring? You know, know. it has it's to be just... just a marvelous adventure, yeah. and I think it will be. And Jesus is coming. He yes. promises. We don't know the hour of the day. We have no idea, but He is coming back. And when He does, He will bring those with Him yes. who um, have called Him Lord and Savior. Um, I remember the stories Jesus asking His disciples, who do they say I am? Mm-hmm. And some you say, oh, Elijah or John the Baptist or a prophet or whatever. But then Peter stood up and said, you are Jesus. You are Lord and Savior. Son Jesus the, the Christ. God. Yes, Son mm-hmm. of the living God. And so we just want to encourage you, if you don't know Jesus Christ, today can be the day that you accept him oh, into your heart. It's, it's easy. Just yes. believe that he died for you. You know, we're all sinners. We all have fallen short. Yep. And He forgives us Yes, when we ask we just Him have to, to forgive ask. us. Yes. And it's God knows choice. your heart, so He knows when you're serious. Mm-hmm. And He knows when, when you need and want forgiveness and you ask for it, He will give it. Mm-hmm. And then it is gone. He doesn't yes. remember it. It's gone forever. Yes. You're going to have more trouble letting go of it than He will. Yes. But he does not hang on yeah, to that. So he doesn't. that's encouragement to you right. also. Right. So let go, let God. I know maybe you've heard that before, but it's true. Let and that's go what that and means. let God. Yes. Yeah. And he will strengthen you and help you and, and bring you joy. There's yes. joy serving. There's Always. joy with God. I Always. Mean, and it's just, we can have joy right now, even in this world we live in, yes. where there are problems. And, and even things. when we're struggling with our issues, we can still have joy. Mm-hmm. If we put God first, and if we uh, look to Him and, and trust Him, He will give us joy. He will. There's joy now and eternal life in our future. Yes. So, so it's a win-win situation. It certainly so, is. Yes. It well, Samantha, is. I've enjoyed having you today as a special guest. And thank you for sharing about love and some things you've, you've been involved in and how you can serve and forgive and love others. It's been just a delight. So is there anything else you'd like to say before we close? I just thank you for allowing me to come and visit with you, Jill. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for saying yes. And God bless you. (laughs) I didn't have to twist your arm too bad, right? No, you didn't. No. Well, thank you so much. 
Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you for today. Thank you for Samantha. Thank you for the love that she shares with so many people. And Lord, uh, may we just have learned a lot from things that she has shared today about um, the scriptures and her relationship with Jesus and just the things that she's experienced as a Christian. And Lord, may we all draw to you and lean on you, especially now, because there is joy with you. There's joy in the journey when we journey with you and we grow our faith and we live day by day with you in our lives. And so Lord, help us to love one another as you have loved us and help us to see those people that need you and to share our heart with them. Because when we share you, we're sharing so much love and um, life. So Lord, thank you for being our Lord, our Savior, and the Son of the living God. And we love you so much. We praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real People Radio. If you would like to hear more episodes, simply search Real Life, Real People Radio on Apple, Google, and Podbean Podcasts. And remember, every day will be a good day when you get real with God. Real Life, Real People Radio, copyrighted 2023. All rights reserved. Jesus the Savior.